Good afternoon, it's Lady Spider, a.k.a. Evil Fishy, with the Totally Frag Podcast. So let's get right into things today. It's been a little bit quieter this week with E3 being finished and everybody getting prepped and ready to go to the next game show, which of course is GamesCon in August. But in the meantime, you know, there's been a few announcements and a couple of things online that people need to check out. First off, if you haven't seen it and you have a chance, get on YouTube and look up the viral video that went out this week of this little kid playing soccer and his dad is filming the whole thing and in the background his dad says if you hit the crossbar three times I will buy you a PS5. So the kid's crying and he's kicking the ball and he's doing his best and of course he hits it the first time he hits it the second time and of course he hits it the third time and then goes wild. Now talk about a parent that's going to actually have to live up to this because now it's out in the social media and everybody in the world is taking a look at this video and seeing it. If this kid doesn't get a PS5 when it launches, you know he's going to be a little pissed. Not only that, I'm pretty sure that those out in the universe are going to say, hey dad, come on, you promised, so fess up and give this kid what he, he won. But it's hilarious. If you have a chance to watch it, you should. Again, YouTube, Instagram, it was on Facebook, so check it out. It's a little kid out of the UK playing soccer, hits the crossbar three times, wins a PlayStation 5 from his dad. Of course, it's still coming out. Dad's got a little bit of time to get the kid to forget that he's getting a PlayStation 5. But, you know, if everything works out, I'm hoping the little kid gets what he wants. Anyhow, let's talk a little bit about um, Microsoft and Project Scarlet. So, Microsoft kind of took a beneficial turn this week for us, and they went on um, out. To, sorry, they went out to talk to people and basically had a conversation with Business Insider and gave us more information. So, Spencer got on with Business Insider, and when we first heard about Project Scarlet. It was 2018. He was kind of hinting at a D3 and said, you know, there's two consoles coming out. At that time, they were codenamed Lockhart and Anaconda. Anaconda, of course, being the premium version, Lockhart being the more budget version. So we figured that when the Project Scarlet would actually launch, of course, these two, these two consoles were going to launch. So we would see one lower priced and one a little bit higher priced, more premium version. However... The um, Microsoft has kind of backpedaled and they said that no, 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 Project Scarlet is Lockhart. Or sorry, Project Scarlet is Anaconda, but Lockhart is the Xbox One S all digital edition. However, in, way back when, if you continue to go back a little bit into Microsoft's history, history, Microsoft said that the all Xbox One S, all digital edition, was project named Maverick. So now Spencer's backpedaling and saying, no, no, it's not Maverick. It was never Maverick. It's Lockhart. Well, then if it's Lockhart, where's Maverick? Because Maverick was out there, but he's gone all of a sudden. Anyhow, what looks like may have happened is Microsoft did their infinite wisdom, according to insiders, kind of bit off more than they could chew. So they went ahead and said, oh yeah, the Xbox One S edition is your Lockhart edition, 
because it's launching this year and we're going to launch in 2020 the Anaconda version, which of course is Project Scarlet. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of a little fishy around that. I'm thinking maybe Microsoft needs to pull their heads out of their butt and still give us two versions, but you know, it is what it is. Of course, the, the cloud gaming market is an estimated value. It's going to be valued at like $6.9 million by 2026. Why? Because everybody's going after it. Everybody wants to get on board with the cloud gaming now. If you look at it 10 years ago, they said, oh, no, no, no. Cloud gaming consoles are all going to go the way of the Dodo. It's not going to exist, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? It is, and it's going to. And sucks to be them, but it's going to happen. But $6.9 million, that's pretty good. I would figure it for higher, but, you know, cloud gaming, maybe the prices will come down a little bit because they're actually not punching discs anymore. They're actually putting it out digitally, and, you know, digital content is a heck of a lot cheaper to create than creating disc, discs and cases and artwork and stuff for these actual games. But we'll see. I doubt it. More than likely, the prices will still go up just because they can. This was a huge week for gamers. If you're one of these outside gamers and you absolutely love Pokemon Go and you like to go out and capture your Pokemon and, you know, just have fun doing your outside exercises... Well, guess what? The creators of Pokemon Go on Thursday launched the new released Harry Potter mobile game called Wizards Unite. Yes, that's right. If you're a Potter fan, you can now play Wizards Unite, except if you live in Canada. So it launched Thursday as a preview, and then Thursday night, Americans could download the game. And by Friday, it was a full launch for the Americans, of course. Um, Canada, however could not launch it on Friday. So I'm not sure what's going on there. I haven't heard whether or not we finally got it or if we're going to have to wait a couple of days. I wasn't a big Pokemon Go fan, but I do have friends that are big Pokemon fans. Yes, you know who you are. And yes, I know you still play. But the question is, I know you're Harry Potter fans. Are you also going to play the Harry Potter Wizards Unite stuff? So the Wizards Unite game is, of course, going to be Harry Potter and... It's going to kind of tie in with the um, Fantastic Beasts as well. So you'll have all of the creatures, all of the fun stuff. You can cast spells. You can um, capture the creatures. All that fun stuff. It looks like it's going to be a cute game if you want to go ahead and do that. But I mean, really, unless you're a Harry Potter fan, you're probably not going to play it. If you're not a big Pokemon Go fan, you probably aren't even going to be interested in the Wizards Unite either. Just because it's an outside, go-around, virtual reality type game, um, not everybody's going to play it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. So, of course, again, players can discover artifacts. They can cast spells. They'll, they'll encounter their characters from the Potter films as well as the Fantastic Beast films. And there is actually a new story in the actual game that unfolds as you play the game. You're going to play the role of a new recruit within the Statute of Secrecy Task Force to help solve a mystery. So what is that mystery? I don't know. You'll have to pick up the game and check it out and see if you want to play it. Again, it will be available on iOS as well as Android. So either of those lovely mobile platforms will have Wizards Unite. 
So let's talk a little bit about Ark. If you guys don't know, Ark is an open world dinosaur hunting game. So currently we have Scorched Earth, which is a full-on desert. We have Extinction, which is one of the newer maps. or Yeah, one of the newer maps. And it's kind of a take on... Hmm, kind of an apocalyptic kind of world. You've got a lot of destruction, a lot of weird creatures that have been, you know, corrupted by the environment. In fact, they call the creatures corrupted creatures. You also have two separate or three separate biomes or four separate biomes, I guess. You have the main center area, which is kind of a desert lush green boasis area it's kind of a combination of the two you have a full-on desert biome and then you have a snow biome and then you have an, what they call or what we would call as art gamers an aberration biome so basically it's an underground kind of thing and it's a little different now the creatures on extinction are pretty wild there's some corrupted ones there's some new creatures that came out for that specific map that are actually a lot of fun like the magamar or the um Oh, the gas bags. They're actually pretty funny. So there are those creatures. Then we have the first and original map, which of course is the main map, and that's um, the island. And that's basically got all of the biomes that they introduced originally. So it has your grassy area. It's got your volcano area. It has uh, the redwoods. It has beachfront type thing. Basically, it's a pretty laid out, even map. It's a lot of fun. It was one of the first ones. We played the hell out of it. Of course, we still go back and play it every once in a while. So it's actually not a bad map. Then there was the center, which was pretty much primarily water-based. Um, there was a lot of water. There was a big center area you had to get to. There was a snow biome. Of course, again, there was a volcano but again, lots of water on this map. So it was a lot of fun, except you spent a lot of time getting wet. Then we have, of course, Ragnarok. And Ragnarok is their largest map. And it started out as a, full, a fairly small map. One about the same size as the original map of the island. However, they did do an expansion on it, opened it up. It's pretty awesome, actually. There's some pretty cool creatures. Of course, you have the griffin with this map. Um... You have a way more open area. There's, and it's big, so it takes quite a while to go across the map. As well as, you don't build on top of each other, especially if you get a server where there's a lot of people playing. You can actually spread them out and hide them, and, and people aren't all up in each other's faces. You can build in some of the caves. There's a lot of waterfalls. There's some waterfront. There's, of course... Each of the biomes are there. They're just not separated by a biome dome, but it is there. It's a lot of fun, but we're also getting a new map. Now, the new map, of course, has already launched on PC. It's called Valgaro. It's going to be about the same size as the center. And of course, we're getting a new dinosaur with this. So that's kind of cool. However, I've just learned that we're getting a couple of new creatures that we haven't seen before. One being the ice golem and the other being the chalk golem. Um, they did kind of hint in the trailer that we were going to get wyverns and fire wyverns. Sorry, fire wyverns and griffins. Um, however, apparently that was a misconception. 
So when they launched on the PC, Wildcard took the Griffins off the map as well as the Fire Wyverns. Now, the Fire Wyverns apparently will be returning to the PC. I don't know if they will be coming to um, console, but they will be coming back to PC probably in a few months. The Griffin, of course, is Wildcard's baby, and they don't want it on the map. So it won't be going back to Valgaro, and it won't be coming to the console. It's just going to stick with Ragnarok, just like the Phoenix is only available on Scorched Earth. However, that being said, of course, if you run your own server, you can spawn in dinos. So guess what? Run your own server, you can bring in your griffins. You can potentially, down the line, depending on how fast they open this up, be able to transport dinos from other maps into Valgaro. However, that's not going to happen right away. So again, if you're a big griffin fan, you're going to want to wait or run your own server or get onto a server where you know, the server manager will actually bring in the Griffins for you because otherwise you're not going to have a Griffin. You are also never going to have the Rock Drake. Apparently it is not going to be available on Valgaro. However, that being said, the lovely modder who created the map is going to be kind and gentle and friendly and bring in certain animals back as a mod for this map which is kind of funny. I mean, you're a modder, you've created this map, Wildcard goes in and edits it, and yet you have to create another mod in order to add the stuff back in that you had originally. So PC will eventually have the Rock Drakes as a mod made by the modder who created the game, or the, the map. Uh, apparently right now there's a lot of bugs on the PC version, so as console gamers, it's kind of a good thing that we're not getting it right now. It sucks that we have to wait, but hopefully that it'll give us a chance or it'll give Wildcard a chance to straighten out a couple of those bugs before they launch it for us. Right now there's issues when they launch the game. There's some buggy issues there. And of course there's some issues in the game that are buggy. So the PC gamers right now are doing us a favor as console gamers and testing it out for us. Yay! Thanks guys. It's nice that we're not getting the bugs first this time. That being said, we haven't heard a lot from Wildcard lately. However, I think with the launch of Valgaro, we could potentially see another Seasons Pass come out. Probably, maybe for GamesCon, we may say we may see uh, Wildcard promote another Games Pass. So, what's that going to mean? Potentially more maps. There is another map that's been built out there. It's sitting in limbo. It is already on PC. Potential is for it to come to Xbox and PlayStation. We kind of thought that we were going to get this map to begin with before Valgaro launched. However, they surprised us and actually went ahead and pushed Valgaro through first. The other map, of course, that I'm talking about is Crystal Isles. If you haven't seen it, it is already listed on the wiki. It's um, It introduces crystal dragons or crystal wyverns, which is kind of cool. And it's actually really pretty. So the nice thing about both the Valgaro map and the Crystal Isles map is the actual aesthetics. They're both really pretty games, like pretty, pretty maps. So definitely, if you haven't checked them out, take a look at them. See what they, what they speak to you for. And if you're, of course, an art gamer, get ready. Because Valgaro is supposed to launch in July. 
when in July, not sure. I'm figuring they're probably going to launch it either prior to the long weekend for the Americans or just after the long weekend for the Americans because they do like to get an extra day of gameplay in when they can. Other than that, it's been pretty quiet this week. Of course, with E3 winding down, everybody's going home. Everybody's getting reorganized for the next GamesCon. And we will see them a little bit later in August. We will start to see some of the little stuff trickle in. We're, of course, going to see some of the beta tests begin and some of the alpha testing beginning for different games out there. Keep your ears to the ground, people. Check out the forums. Get on Reddit. Have a conversation. And get out there and understand what's coming out for games. They're looking pretty awesome. We're going to see some good stuff this year. And in 2020, I think we're going to see some amazing stuff. However, it's going to be a little slow for another month or so. And with the summer coming in and the kids going out of school, things are going to slow down a little more for everybody. But I think holiday season will start to see it pick up again. In the meantime... Get outside, enjoy the sunshine while you can. Of course, in where I'm at, it's been raining for the last 10 days and we're looking at another 10 days of rain, but we have a little bit of sunshine today, so I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to get on, do a little gaming later this afternoon, maybe this evening, and I hope you're going to enjoy the same. So have fun, keep gaming. This is Lady Spider or Evil Fishy for Totally Fragged. I will talk to you soon.